Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. In fact, that's a bunch of malarkey. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. You've just tuned in to the greatest podcast nobody's ever heard of. DNR Radio. Welcome to episode number 10. 10 weeks of joy. 10. We're in double digits now. (laughs) I know, right? We're big kids. We got our big pants on. We're going to start growing hair in funny places. <laughs> like we haven't already. <laughs> well, don't, you, don't, that, what you showed me last week. Yeah, don't think I haven't seen your Christ. back, bro. Wow. <laughs> I'd be braiding that. Yeah, there's no laser <laughs> removal enough for that. Yeah, wax it. Welcome to DNR Radio. I'm Ross. That's Dark Side. We are bombasted with information this week. Yeah, it's been an interesting week. There's a ton of stuff going Lots on. Lots happened this week. Christmas is uh, just two weeks away. Mm-hmm. You uh, ready? No, not at all. We, we do this every week now. It's three weeks in a row we're talking about it, right? <laughs> Actually, I, I give, no, you saw my half a tree I, out there. I give you credit. Half your tree is half up. Half a tree. <laughs> Looks good. I got one strand of lights around the bottom, bottom yeah. row of branches. I, I get the evil stare every day because I promise, right? I do the man promise, though. Mm-hmm. I promise to do it. Don't nag me for six months. Right. It'll, it'll get, get done eventually. It'll get done, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did light her balls up. Her balls are lit. I do have to tell you, Paulette's balls look really nice. She does have she, nice balls. She has a great bunch of balls. I love her balls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She works hard to maintain those balls. Well, those balls don't come easy, I imagine. They don't. No, I, you I, have to work to, to make that I wish that my happen. balls looked that good. They, Yeah, well, yeah, you, Maybe, you need a lot of work there. I might hang some LED lights off my balls and see if that works. It might work. It, it'll, <laughs> it'll bling that up a little bit. <laughs> we are talking uh, about Christmas balls, by the way. These right. Decorations on the front porch. And, and the dogs are enjoying the conversation oh, because right. they play with the balls all the time. Well, I mean, the dogs have their own opinions on balls. <laughs> Mine are lacking them. <laughs> no, I do. I saw the tree when I came in, though. I'm like, oh, well, you, you got half of it up. Yeah. Or at least a quarter of it. A piece of it. It looks nice, though. It comes in three stages, so 33%. Mm-hmm. It'll look nice when it's done. Yeah, January 1st. About that. Mm-hmm. Just if in you, time for little Christmas. I told you before, if you needed a hand with it, dude, call me up. I'll get the no, boy over here. You know here. what? It's a mental thing. Yeah. I'm just not into it this year. No. The, the whole... The, the the whole Christmas thing is really just, uh, it's missing me this year. Did it come too quick? I, it, I don't know if it came too quick or if it's been dragged out for so long. See, I don't I don't get that feeling. I no, really no, because don't. you love it. I do. I mean, there was a lot of stuff I didn't get to do uh, around my house. I love, I have those, those uh, what are they called? The Christmas villages. I've been collecting those little... I know. Follow me on this one. I'm, big, I'm having big, a hard time. Big manly man with the village set up. But no, I have one of those uh, Christmas villages. You set it up, you light it up, you know, you get the whole snowscape and everything. I have one of those. I've been collecting pieces here or there, little by little, since I was like, I don't know, 13, 14 years old. And the last bunch of years, we haven't been able to set it up because little hands. You got the little kids, they'll think they're like little figures to play with, little action figures. Yeah, and these are all like ceramic, porcelain type of things. Don't want them screwed up. I had every intention this year of setting it up. 
we usually I usually go full out in my house. I decorate every nook and cranny, but I didn't get a chance to do that this year. You know, it just it happened too quick. Things just happen. You know, I I always loved the season, right? I, you mm-hmm. know, we talked about it last week. Going to the mall, doing the shopping, and love doing all the the decorating and everything. Just this year, this year has just got me in some kind of weird funk mm. that I'm having a hard time shaking. Now, my, my spirits uplifted a little bit yesterday. My my oldest daughter came home from college. Yeah, I saw her. Good for good for her. And and little so family time. On on Sunday we're we're planning to do the the tree decoration. Mm-hmm. And so we'll have everybody. So uh, my my stepdaughter will be home from college. My daughter's home from college. My stepson's coming over. We got the the twins here. My uh, youngest daughter Allison's ready to go. And so we'll have the entire clan here to do the tree. That's cool. So Paulette's going. She's pulling out all the stuff. Right? She's defrosting a turkey, which she's supposed uh. to take out of the freezer, which I don't know if she did, but she can hear me from here, so maybe she will. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we're going to do the, the full out on that because we didn't have everybody for Thanksgiving. So that'll that'll probably pick me up a bunch, and especially once I get the, the tree up and get the lights on it. Yeah. Once I get the lights blinking, then... So like a, like are, a pre Christmas Christmas. Let's, That's cool. Let's, let's, here's 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 because this, this is always a debate with people, right? Yeah. Colored lights or white lights? Colored, absolutely. Blinking or solid? Uh, preferably solid. Really? Yeah. Although the the pre lit tree that I bought this year, they don't blink, but they're like those weird acid trip LED. Yeah, they, they fade they'll in, fade they in and out to different colors, and it'll it, it's See, really I like weird. a busy tree, so I like a lot of lights, mm-hmm. and I like them blinking. Like all, I want I want it to cause an epileptic seizure. Sure. That's that's what I like, you know. And I grew up with that. I like right? the that's ambulance coming to my house right. because of my Christmas because tree. Because of my tree, I want people to drive by my tree and have a seizure. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, I grew up. I had the candle bubble lights. Remember yep. those things? Yeah, we had those. My mother still. You see how much those things are? Yeah, now? they're pricey, dude. Holy crap! Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. need to take out a personal loan to buy lights for the yeah, tree. They're getting expensive. Well, it's all the LED stuff. You got to pay for the technology. That's LEDs. what it is. I, oh, you know why? Because they last forever. That's yeah. why they last yeah. like. You pay times a lot longer. now. You save money on electricity. You don't have to buy them. Like my, the front lights on my house just went out last night because of the wind. I saw that. I yeah. drove by at uh, oh. five this morning. Yeah, and half, half the of them was out. Yeah, so I got to tear those off tonight and go buy some new LED ones and and try to do that. But yeah, it's you're you're paying for the technology and you don't have to worry about them twenty years down the road. So yeah, I'm not done yet. I didn't I didn't do any shopping. Yet. I got to do shopping yet. Done. I know we talked about done. that. F you. No, done, F- dude. Yeah, Seriously, we talked I, about it last week. We took the kids to the mall last night to do the whole Santa thing, and I'm like, it was like what we talked about before, watching all these buttholes walking around, like they they have no idea what's going on. A million everybody, miles an hour. Everybody has this panic look on their face, and I'm just like walking through the mall. You know, we're walking through with the kids, like, man, screw you, going to see Santa, buddy. We're all this guy do. got nothing. We're no agenda. Done. Went, we went and, and ate at that first time I ever had at that California pizza kitchen, whatever it is. Yeah, place. was that good? That pineapple pizza crap? It was, no, we did the barbecue chicken. It was all right. But again, sitting there just relaxed, you know, and we're watching all these people just like this Silver Bells song, you know, people bustling around with their treasures and crap. We're watching people walk around like, you know, in a panic. And I'm like, people, relax. You still have almost two weeks. 
You know, back so in the ten day, days. yeah, ten days. back in the day, ten days for me, I was like, ah, you pro- professional procrastinator. Right. I got plenty of time. No, dude, it was so relaxing to just sit there and say, man, I, I'm good. I got nothing. Uh, my thing is, God. I gotta, I do a lot. You know, I'll do the wrapping. I love wrapping presents. I really do. Like, I, I take that task away from her. I'm like, nope, I got it. I'm, I'm like a professional rapper, not like street rapper type of thing but no, present rapper you could pass for that though i probably could F- 55 cent yeah word word so but I'll, I'll that's that's where i stress myself out i i do it every year i wait till like christmas eve and i'm in the basement feverishly feverishly wrapping presents and stuff and i'm yeah, it's, a, it's a freaking nightmare no it's you know i like for family and everything i do as much as i can in bags Oh yeah, oh Bags yeah. With tissue paper. Tissue paper. Oh, that's yeah. so much easier. It is easier. Oh, it's and it looks <laughs> nicer. Yeah, I, but it takes away from the. the I learned the, how to do s- wrapping with Boy Scouts, right? Mm-hmm. Learned how to do all the wrapping, and I still suck at it. Mm-hmm. I still have loose corners. My edges aren't tight. Tape the hell out of it. Oh, and my sister does that. Oh, dude, I, you would I'll think go, she zip tied it. Yeah, I go through. That's what I'm doing to Connors this year. By the way, <laughs> I saw it online. I'm just going out and buying a bunch of industrial zip ties. I'm zip tying the crap out of it, and then I'm gonna wrap it. Friend of mine did that to her son last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michelle back in Jersey, she zip tied <laughs> and then in a box and zip tied yeah. and in a box and zip tied and then in a box and duct taped and zip tied i mean this thing was wrapped wrapped <laughs> the kid got so pissed i think he gave up halfway through i mean was it at least a good gift something i don't something even worth, remember you don't even remember uh, what the gift was something worth the, the hassle see Probably i would not. do i would do something like that to the boy and just leave the box empty just, put a five just, bucks in there, laugh like there you go. <laughs> look at all the work you did yeah that'd be too funny so a lot of uh, uh, 2016 is coming to a close, right? Yeah. Horrible year. I think you know, for, for, for the nation, I think for the world, I think for uh, celebrities. Yeah, it's been a rough, oh, a rough year. It's been It started like the first week of January and hasn't stopped. And uh, uh, just the other day, you know, Mr. Mister Dad himself, Alan Dick, uh he uh, had a heart attack playing hockey with his son. Yeah, nineteen-year-old was nineteen-year-old 19. son playing hockey. So first yeah. off, Alan Thick having a kid at fifty, right? And mm-hmm. Kudos for that because I'm, I'm close to that, and you couldn't you couldn't pay me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no like, Start all over at fifty. Well, didn't what's his name just have a kid from the Rolling Stones? Like oh, a uh, Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger yeah. had another one. He's in his seventies. Seventies, as old as my father. Yeah, even fifty though. Holy crap! I couldn't so, even imagine. Sixty-nine, and he was in decent shape. He was in he excellent hockey shape all the time. He was in really good shape. So what does that tell you? We're gonna die soon. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's why I don't play hockey. Just, you know what? <laughs> Spark up a bowl and and uh, drink yourself into oblivion. It yeah. doesn't matter. Oh, and by the way, eat the pizza. Yeah. You know, who, I, who cares? Yeah. Eat right, exercise, die anyway. Just die anyway. I was I was like, there was uh, when I saw the news about it, though, I was so, I was actually upset. Like, not tear-jerking upset, but I, I was a kid of the 80s. I grew up watching that, you know? And he was like, he was like everybody's dad. Like what you said, you know, it's, uh, just seeing that happen is so sad. What the, the Seavers, weren't they? Yeah, the Seaver family. Yeah. I didn't watch it. You didn't watch that show? No, I didn't like it. No, huh? Kirk Cameron wasn't. Hey. I just I couldn't. He was a little. He was a little. Much. He was a tool. Yeah, but he was an '80s tool. And now he's a bigger tool. Yeah, he's a little bit of a tool. 
But, I, you know, it was just, I don't know, it was just that thing. It was back when TV was still wholesome, so to speak. You know what I'm wholesome. saying? Yeah. It evolved from Archie Bunker. Yeah, it went from Archie Bunker to this to now everything sex, 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 sex. Not that there's a problem with that. There really isn't, but, you know. But no, it just brought, you could sit with your kids and watch this. Show. You could. I, I remember watching this and Silver Spoons and and uh, Mr. Belvedere. You remember Mr. Belvedere? Oh, Jesus, ah, dude, Jesus. I was a kid of the '80s. Give me a break. I mean, you know, I was a little more uh, uh, upset when uh, they said Bernard Fox died yesterday, and he, he's he's had a longer. You remember him and everything. He was in Bewitched. He was in the Monkeys. He was in F Troop. Oh, he was he in, was in the Monkeys. Well, he I was. used to love that show. Mr. Twiddle bottom or something like that you know uh he's been on the dick van dyke show the man from uncle mikhail's navy he's been in two titanic movies yeah i remember him from the titanic you know uh he he, he was colonel critterden in hogan's heroes see but by the name i had no idea when you sat here telling me oh this guy died. i had no idea who you were talking about then you brought up the picture i'm like oh damn he looks familiar yeah. and then when you start reading his credits i'm like Oh my! Yeah, I remember that. I remember the the episode of Mash that he was in, and I remember him from from Hogan's Heroes and stuff. Used to watch that when I was a kid. So and and he and sad. He, he's a veteran of World War Two, served in the British Navy during World War Two. I mean, this guy's lived a life. How old was he? Eighty uh, something. Uh, Eighty. I can't do the math. Hey, I, you, oh, you, you do the math. He was born in eighty nine seven. So uh, it's 80, 90 maybe, right? I'm pushing yeah. 90. Pushing 90. Yeah. Well, that's a nice full life. A lot of credits under his name. A lot of them. So, you know, and we still got two weeks left. So who do you have in the Deadpool? <laughs> you know? I know, right? Tell me about <laughs> who do you it. have in the Deadpool? Somebody's got to go in the next but 10 But these days. are people I never would have even, well, this one I never would have thought about putting him yeah. in there. I mean, a character actor. If you, you had know. Alan Dick in the Deadpool, you you won big. Yeah, 31 points right there. Nobody thought. No. A 69-year-old who plays hockey every day. It's It was like Florence Henderson dying. Yeah, I mean, granted, she right, was older. Old one just last week, two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, she was older. Granted, she had more more years on her, but she still was spry. She was a spry old lady. She was still out doing, uh, I think her last thing was Dancing with the Stars. Shatner's 93. And he, you know what? He actually looks pretty good for 93. Let 93. Me tell you. He was, there was a show this past uh, summer on TV, and I, for, I forgot the name of it, but it was Terry Bradshaw, uh, William Shatner, uh, who's the uh, Foreman, the boxer? George Foreman. Yeah, yeah. George Foreman. Um, and they were basically, they went on a road trip together. Henry Winkler, also Fonz. Fonz, yeah. okay. And they went on a road trip together, and there was like six or eight episodes of it. But it was like a reality show, and they just went they went to like Japan and stuff to explore different cultures and stuff. It was funny as hell. These guys were hilarious. But you see William Shatner, and, you, you know, yeah, you could tell he's older. But when they said he was up in like around ninety or whatever, I'm like, holy crap! Yeah, like seriously. Yeah, like he's in better shape than I am. I'm only forty two years old. Well, that toupee does a lot for him. You think? Is it a toupee? Come on, look at that. I don't know. His they hair don't. hasn't changed since <laughs> the Enterprise. <laughs> yeah, that's you know true. What I mean? that, that's true. It might be a toupee, but good for him. Hey, you know what? Whatever keeps you young. He looks young though. He does look young. Good facelifts. Yeah, yeah. It's gotta be. Well. He, paying for some good plastic surgery but you know well you, you look at uh <coughs> i don't know crap who played uhura back in the day um uh, nicole nichols right okay and and she looks her age walter koenig right 
who uh, he he plays Chekhov. Mm-hmm. He looks old as hell. Yeah. He looks like he's ninety. Yeah, but see, those are the people that don't pay for the plastic surgery. They're they're aging gracefully. His wrinkles have wrinkles, right? Yeah. yeah. Look and those George wrinkles T- applied for Social Security. I yeah. mean, they're, they're George Takai still looking pretty good. Yeah, he does in a manly kind of way. Well, he's gay, so he has no stress. Yeah. Right? He's got his husband. He's got no oh kids. My. He's got the dog. He's always looking happy. Yeah, oh good, my! Oh my! Good for him. I follow him on on Facebook. I don't Do like half the stuff he says, but yeah, uh, it's sometimes little, it's funny. He he's he's good for a laugh or two. He is. He's Listen, out there a little bit though. Speaking of aging gracefully, if if I may take a moment here to express my, the discrimination that I've been up against lately. Really? Yeah. For what? Being a ginger. Mm-hmm. So Being you have no soul. I mean, we know this. Well, that's the problem. You get all these people, gingers have no soul. Blah, they don't. Blah, well, you blah, eat blah, them blah. because you don't have one. I, being a redhead, let me explain to you the, the discrimination I'm up against right now. Okay. Now, I was always picked on when I was in school. Fire crotch. I, I got that a lot. <laughs> okay. You know, of course, I got the Ronald McDonald. Got uh-huh. that a lot. A lot of people, oh, Ronald McDonald. You know, being a redhead. Now, granted, as I got older, my, my hair darkened a little bit. But when I was a kid, dude, I mean, it was flaming red. Okay. So, yeah, I'm growing out the, the, the winter fur. Got the beard going a little bit here. And, um,. I told you last week, my son said, wow, you know, all the grays, you're looking old. Right, blah, blah. right. So I go to CVS last night, and I'm just, uh, I go there for, for something completely off, completely different, but I'm walking down one of the aisles, and I see those just for men, yes. like the hair coloring and right. stuff. Now, I don't, I, I got a bald spot, but I'm not going gray up on top too bad, but I do have a lot of grays in the beard. So I figured, I'm like, oh, well, maybe I'll look into dyeing it. Maybe. Might look all right. Fill just it brush out a little it bit. In. Just brush it in. That's what it is. That's their whole catch thing. Yeah. Gray's gone in five minutes. Just brush it in. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Nothing for redheads. No Auburn. Nothing. Nothing for redheads at all. They had to have one. No, nothing. I knew they had one. I went on their website, okay, and they actually had a couple of people bitching and moaning, just like me. You know, what about the redheads? And they said there we did market research and there was not enough. Uh, interest for us to financially invest into a line for red hair. Well, you are a minority. I know. That's what I'm saying. Now what am I going to do? I have to walk around looking like an old bastard because these people don't want to pitch in a couple of bucks to help me out? Well, no. What I will tell you is that the way you're growing your beard, Mm -hmm. another few weeks, it's just like having a whole head of hair. You might as well just get a dye job like a woman. Yeah, but where I don't even know where to go Just for that. Just go to a I salon. I'm not going to say sit instead of doing salon. it up here, do it here. I'm not going to sit at a salon and have somebody sit you there. You will and too. Die. You got some I'm... big boob lady over you rubbing <laughs> that stuff in your beard. Ah, uh, dude, maybe there is a, bu- a plus side. See to that? It. Yeah, you'll pay that forty, fifty bucks. You ever hear that place? There, there. Speaking of which, there was a place. I think it was in Southington. There, a long time ago, there was a haircut place called Shampooters. You ever oh, hear that, dude? No. Yeah. Oh, that's was, the greatest thing I, ever. I never went. A friend of mine told me about it. They said that's basically what it was, like bikini-clad women cutting your hair and doing all this other stuff. Oh, that'd be the greatest thing yeah, ever. I don't think they're there anymore. But that's a shame. I mean, maybe that'd something. That'd be a great chain. Yeah, maybe something like that. Maybe I'd, I'd go get the old. Uh, that's a business opportunity right there. <laughs> the old whiskers died. Yeah. Uh, I just, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> it just sucks. Like, I, I've always been the one to, to age gracefully. The bald spot irked me at first don't care anymore don't care i have nobody to impress i can't but i 
I was gonna do it I was just to say hey let's let's see what see what it looks like nobody sells it I looked online nobody nothing so I, I swore that at one time my kids did get me the red one because my my beard come, used to come in Mm-hmm. Red, right? Red runs in my family. My sister's a redhead. My whole family's got auburn hair. My father's dirty blonde. So I got the dirty blonde hair, but then I get the red beard. Mm-hmm. That's what was funny because we used to make fun of me, call me Red Beard the red Pirate. Beard. Yeah. So I get the gray. I, I let the whiskers grow for a few days, and then I uh, looked in the mirror yesterday after I had some growth, and the whole middle of my chin is gray. Okay. The whole and I was like, you know just what? Just like a gray stripe. Oh, uh, not it just yeah. Went from corner of mouth, corner of mouth, straight down. Skunk style. So, yeah. So I was like, you know what? Gotta go. Mm-hmm. So I got rid of it all. So. I'm telling you, dude. Snow blowing, any kind of winter activities, it's nice to have. Well, the first thing Paulette said to me was like, so. What are you gonna go up against, Darkside? <laughs> if something tells me you'd win, I no, like, <laughs> mine grows too slow. See, so, it, yeah, it, but slow, but more full, probably. I can imagine you'd you'd probably have a full full whiskers. Going. I don't know. Maybe someday we'll see, mm-hmm. and I'll let you emulate me. Yeah, it is nice <laughs> in the cold, though. Let me tell you. Well, you know what? When I when I used to be a, a, a truck driver, uh, yeah, it was great being out there in the cold, strapping down the flatbed. Yeah, it, it, manly. It, yeah, you know, it, you get the frost in, you get the snot frozen up in the mustache. Oh yeah, yeah that yeah. happens. Yeah, you get the little little cookies up in there and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, and you got flavor saver. And I mean, speaking of cold, though, by the way, tomorrow morning, it's supposed to be like frigid four degrees not including the wind chill wind chill minus 20 so me i'm cool with it i got the old face stuff going on here i'll stand there at the at the bus stop but when i picked up my son from from after school today when i picked him up he says hey dad you hear there might be a delay tomorrow a delay for cold for cold why i don't know now i'm not trying to sound like my father but I remember when I was a kid, you know, my father saying, you don't know what it was like growing up, uh, you know, uphill both ways, barefoot, that type of crap, right. you know. And now I'm sounding like my old man. Yeah, I, but this is realistic. It's a, a delay for cold? cold? Right. I, I sat there when when my son told me that. I'm like, for the freaking cold? Are you kidding me? I'll I started, drop your ass off at school. Yeah, I looked in the mirror, in my rearview mirror as I'm driving, and I'm like looking like my old man more and more. I'm like, dude, what do you mean cold? I'm like, when I was a kid, we didn't cancel school for half the crap you people We are. walked to school in the well, cold. Yeah, like the cold. Never, never when I was a kid. Listen, unless a pipe bursts in the school right. or the actual furnace shut down, there is no reason to cancel or delay school because it's cold. Listen, Snowflake, you live in the Northeast. It gets cold outside. And our schools were running off of oil heat. Yes. Wasn't this electric heat or anything right. or steam? Yeah. It was oil. Yeah, so we, it had to get pumped into the school yep. on the daily. Old school. So I, I'm like freaking out about it. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Listen, I'm all for the safety and and security of our children. More so than than I could even possibly imagine. But this, I'm, I am totally against softening our children this is ridiculous oh, we're a little late for that oh no kidding and it's reasons like this it's things like this that happen we are softening our children okay it's cold outside you don't have to go to work today you don't have to do it's this the wussification of america you have to you live in new england you live in the northeast you still have to live well, a life they're, they're gonna they're gonna skip school or have a delay because of cold you don't delay work right because it's cold. Life goes on. I still got to be at work. Yeah. I still go out the door at 5 o'clock tomorrow morning. But that's us. 
See, we grew up when we didn't get delays for that. Now, what's going to happen when these kids, you know, I got a five-year-old, I got a seven-year-old, you know, they're going to delay these schools. What's going to happen when they're our age? Maybe at that point, they're not going to have to go to work when it's cold out. Because that's basically what we're teaching them. Huh, bad weather. Don't worry about it. They don't have enough vacation days. No. No, they'll just start eating into it. You know, and, and, and my father was hard on me, you know, with the the whole wussification stuff. And I remember, you know, 16, 17 years old, I'm working in a, a truck yard mm-hmm. in Port Newark, New Jersey, on the waterfront in the winter. Yeah. With a Carhartt jacket on. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a pair of gloves or, or a hat, which I used to get yelled at because my hat, I would pull it to cover my ears, you know, the wool caps. Yeah. And my father would yell at me, that's not how you wear it. <laughs> and he'd roll it up and you just have like a little beanie. A little beanie hat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how does that keep you warm? Toughens you up. It keeps the heat in. Yeah. No, cover these things up. My dumbos are flapping. Yeah. Yeah. It toughened you up though. Ugh. When I was a kid, we didn't have a snowblower. Me and no, my brother were the snowblowers. Yeah. We lived on a corner house and... It was the front of the house was was a straight level road, and then the the side road that went up was a hill. So we had to shovel the entire side sidewalk, shovel out the driveway, everything. Just me and my brother. Yeah. Okay. There was no snowblower. Oof. Toughened us up. Now everybody's got snowblowers, and you got to. And be then you went out you. and shoveled other people's places yeah. for money. You want to make a few bucks, kid? Earn it. I used to make hundreds mm-hmm. in the winter time. Yeah. You earned your keep. Oh, knock on the door, shovel yeah. your driveway, twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah. hey, I'll, I'll take care of your, I'll take care of your sidewalks for you. <laughs> Hook me up. You know, you get some hot chocolate and a couple of bucks, and you're good to go. You're good. Now the kids are hunkered down. Yeah, you know, stay in place. What, what's it called? <laughs> like, like a hurricane's coming for God's sake. Yeah, it's almost like the uh, nuclear drills. We got to dive under the desk. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, it's cold outside. I mean, I, there was a, last year. You're um, so you're so upset. You got spilled. I'm frothing at the mouth. You on are. This one. Listen, last <laughs> last year they did cancel school on a cold day uh, at, at my daughter's school, and it, it was rightfully so. A pipe burst, and it made a royal freaking mess in the hallways. Okay, I, I get it. You got to cancel for the cleanup and whatnot. I understand that, but to to sit here and say, oh well, school's going to be delayed tomorrow. Because it's cold is ridiculous. Listen, <laughs> the school bus. Now let's let's take this one step further. Okay, why are they going to do it? They don't want the kids getting cold at the school bus stops. I had to walk two or three blocks to get to my school bus yep. stop. It was way up out of my neighborhood. Nowadays, and I can attest, everybody who's ever been driving in the afternoon or in the morning behind a school bus, they stop at every freaking house. You're kidding me about them not being able to stand outside in the cold, right? Nobody stand outside anyway. The bus stops in front of their house. Keep the door open, look out the window, wait for the bus, then bring them outside. Well, you know, like my daughter's got to walk up the hill, but, you know, it's some, some one block over, the kids have to walk to school or get a ride. Yeah. There's no bus for them. That's a mile, almost two miles. So you got a two-mile range. All right. So, I mean, okay, so the walkers, yeah, maybe in that's high a school, little bit different, you know? different but... It's still. You don't have uh, walkers in grammar grammar schools, still. No, no, I don't think you do. Everybody's Uh, bust. No, my son Connor, he's point one miles out of the bus range, so it goes within a mile of the school. I guess it is. You can hop, you catch a bus. Yeah, he's he's one tenth of a mile outside of that range. But you're farther away from the school than I am. Mm -hmm. How's that happen? I don't know. I have no idea. Like, I know by rights, and and anybody that listens from Bristol, just ignore me. You don't know me. (laughs) 
uh, on this side of East Road, they're not supposed to be. They're not supposed to be what walkers or on the on, on the, the bus. bus. Okay. The north side of Hull Street is not supposed to be on the bus. The south side of Hull Street is. Okay. Make and any sense to you? So up. Yeah. No, that doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. None at all. Up the hill is fine. Down the hill, you're SOL. Further away. Right. But yeah, that makes no sense. And then and then you got your son that's point one miles further. Yeah. And. Yeah. If I have to, you know, he's got to, I have to drive him to the bus stop because it's literally, it's down the street, up around the corner, up this big steep hill and stuff. You know what? I, I sit here and preach, let's not, so, you know, oh, walk, you know, let's not soften up the kids. I'll be nice to him in the morning. I'm already up. I'll give him a lift up to the bus stop. Listen, the kid stays after school for football and for wrestling and all this other stuff. You know, I, I'll give you a break, save your energy. I'll give you a lift to the bus stop. But this is just ridiculous, dude. It is, it is. It's dude, we're softening our kids, people. Let's let's bring it back to old school times, man. Well, that's, and I don't know if it'll ever ever get back to that. Probably it's just, not. you know, uh the the way people are all about the kids, the kids, the kids, the kids, mm-hmm. but then they won't do enough for the kids to make the kids self-sufficient. Right. I know how to sew. I can cook. I can iron. I can cook. I can iron. But the sewing thing. Yeah, I learned how to sew. I, you know, yeah, I do the patches, you. and you know, my my daughter's Girl Scout stuff. I sewed all that. Made my daughter a Halloween costume years ago. Made her a, a big uh, um, mint chocolate chip ice cream cone. Really? Yeah, it was a big big pillow, green. I had it stuffed. I I sewed the chocolate chips on it. Made the. She had a skirt, and I patterned that. And yeah. Now, are we talking with a sewing machine or with like needle oh, and thread? Oh no, no, I do needle and thread. Oh, okay, no. you do old school. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, I I could use a machine though too. You can. I can. I'd I'm gonna give you a up. pass on this one, bro. Oh, I I do not get pegged. Okay, I do not get. I am not a receiver. <laughs> I, was gonna, I am a pitcher only. Uh, Thank who's you. Sewing up your labia. Uh huh. A hole. So. Uh, well, I'm all, you know, I'm all for the safety of kids, though, like you were saying. Uh, did you see in Colorado, there was a, a a town, I think, I don't know if it was the whole school s- system or just one particular town in Colorado that are allowing teachers um, who have permits, who are trained to, to carry, to carry, in, carry, in carry guns yeah. for the safety and security of the children. I have no problem with that. None. None whatsoever. I would I would donate to purchase firearms for our teachers. Firearms None training. None whatsoever. Yeah. I have no problem whatsoever with that. And, you know, because I've always said it, and the way I see it is we have armed guards for politicians, for businesses, for business people, for actors, actresses, singers. You're all, you know, and it's, I love the, the liberal ones who are so against guns, but you're being protected by somebody with a gun. Which is cool. Okay, whatever. If you want your hypocrisy to stand out, that's fine. But I'm, I'm, if we're willing to protect these people, why not protect our future? Why not protect our children? So there was something online today about a Colorado, either a school or a, a town uh, who was allowing the teachers to, to do that, trained uh, legally, be able to do it. And the people that were bashing in the comment section is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't you want your children to be safe? Well, what if that person's overpowered by an angry student? Or what if the teacher's not mentally stable? Are you kidding me? Wait, so, so, so I'm all for the Colorado thing. Right. You heard about Loyola University? A professor in a class in Loyola University 
One of the students is a police sergeant, okay? Okay. Was running late after shift, was not able to get out of uniform, went to class in full uniform. He's a police officer. All right. Went to class in full uniform. The professor had a fit and called the police and said, there's a person in my class with a weapon. The police was like, who is it? It's a police officer. Okay, so what's the problem? Right. So the police refused to do anything. So the professor went to the school administration and had the officer removed from class. Are you kidding me? Because it made everybody uncomfortable. Uh, unreal. I mean, a, absolutely ridiculous. A uniformed, uniformed police, police officer. officer, just off of shift. W- was any of the other students complaining about it? Uh, I, I, I think somebody may uh, have been uncomfortable. So uh, it's so sad. It, 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 it's horrible, right? That's so I'm, I'm trying to pull up the the story on that, but it's. Uh, Josh Collins is is the police officer in uh, uh, Loyola University. Uh, it just absolutely. And this it, was when was nuts. this? Oh, this was yesterday. Uh, uh, yesterday or a day before? Yeah, it's. Uh, you know, I'd be I'd be sitting as close to him as possible, right? That's Are your you buddy. Are you kidding me? That's, that's your, my pal. That's your buddy. That's completely your buddy. You know, I took a course one time uh, a couple years ago. And um, it was uh, the course I was taking. There was also officers in this course, right? And the instructor actually said, "Listen, guys, here's the officers right over here. Anything happens, these are the ones you get behind." That's basically the the thought process of it. Yeah. Why are you going to separate yourself from safety? That makes that's asinine. That makes no sense. So this was in New Orleans, right? That's where Loyola University is. He's been attending classes at Loyola for eight years. This is the first time that he couldn't change out of uniform. And they called his police department on him. So here's a quote from him. He goes, you know, as a male conservative... Oh, my computer's not working here. Hold on, let me... There we go. There okay. it is. As a as a, a male conservative, I've put up with a lot of prejudicial and biased comments directed towards me while attending Loyola University. I think that the comments are funny because the ideals of an 18-year-old ultra-socialist, frankly, are funny to me. Mm-hmm. But today made me sad for the youth and the college I have attended for eight years. Given how busy we have been this past week, including today, I showed up to class late and was in full uniform because I didn't have time to change. Obviously, being in full police uniform, I was armed. This is the first time after having six previous classes that anyone became aware of my profession. Shortly after my arrival, a fellow classmate complained to the professor, so it was a student, of their uncomfortableness of having an armed police officer in class. Uh. Mind you, I've sat in the same class for the last six weeks in civilian (coughs) clothing. My professor then called the police. Of course, I was not privileged to either of these conversations as they took place behind my back. My professor then pulled me out of class and told me he had called the police based on a student complaint. The police obviously never came and told them over the phone I was perfectly within the law. Absolutely. First of all, what type of oversensitive, indoctrinated liberal flower petals has this generation (laughs) created that they are scared of going to school with a police officer? 
Secondly, how ironical and dumbfounding it is that you are called the police to tell them there was a police officer sitting in your classroom. How dare they get an education? Loyola University, a Jesuit institution, prides itself on its commitment to social justice. However, in creating an environment where everyone is accepted for who they are, you have now created an environment where I have been ostracized. Ooh, hypocrisy. I like that word. Yeah. As a police officer, I feel as though I must hide my profession in order to obtain a fair education. Funniest of all, the title of the class uh, is Law and Morality. Oh, my God. I was actually wondering what class it was. Loyola uh, University has since claimed that this was a misunderstanding based on a student who didn't recognize Sergeant Collins's SWAT uniform as being that of a police are officer. Are you freaking kidding me? The one that says big SWAT on the back yeah, of it? Yeah, with a badge. Listen, the SWAT uniforms, <laughs> I, you could look up any SWAT uniform. They, they have badges still. They still 100% identify that individual. This wasn't a Halloween costume, for Christ's sake. <laughs> the guy's a cop. That's got to be one uh, of the funniest things I've heard. Oh, man. I, you know, I wish when stupid stuff like this happens, I wish they would post... The identity of the individual who was of the crying. Idiot, right? of the idiot. You know, I mean, they probably do it for his safety because angry, you know, right-wing conservatives would probably start spamming him with hate mail and phone calls and stuff. But uh, how stupid can you be? Who gets upset that they're near an officer? Who calls the cops on a cop? Who call, Right. Who calls the cops on a cop? Who? The, who that's unbelievable. Who <laughs> Oh my God! You know we are in such bad times. Oh. This is unbelievable. Oh, you, you know what? I need I need to I need to take a breather. I need to I need a sip of coffee. I need to take a deep breath. Yeah, we need a recount. Oh my God! Don't go anywhere. DNR Radio. I'll be right back. Who doesn't like to be naked? Sure, we all do. But the police usually frown upon public nudity. Well, now you can stay out of jail and look good doing so with a t-shirt from Skunk Duck Design. From sports to politics to the wide world of nerdcraft, there's a shirt for you at Skunk Duck. They even have shirts for you for 20 followers. Skunk Duck shirts come in both regular and women's cut, and with sizes from extra small to 5XL, there's a shirt for everyone. Oh, did I mention they have hoodies too? Because they totally have hoodies. Go to teespring.com slash stores slash skunk duck design to get the shirt that's right for you. That's teespring.com slash stores slash skunk duck design. New shirts are being added all the time, so follow Skunk Duck on social media at facebook.com slash skunk duck design for all the latest updates. Skunk Duck Design, the best ducking designs on the web. They're not right-wing. They're not left-wing. No, these fat bastards want the whole chicken. And now, back to Dark Side and Russ, DNR Radio. Welcome back, DNR Radio. That's Dark Side. I'm Russ. We appreciate you being here. Episode number 10. And if you have uh, anything you'd like to add, contribute, comment on, feel free to, to reach out to us on uh, Facebook or our Twitter feed, uh, dnrradio.net, the website. And uh, you can email us. Always love to hear from your radio, DNR at gmail.com. So feel free to actively participate. We look forward to it. So we haven't heard from our good friend Silas Duguid, and while I heard he's composing uh, almost like a, a, a big old 
monologue to send out to us. Big old crap list. Yeah. 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 He's been, uh, from what I'm to understand, he's been tied up with other ventures uh-huh. at the uh, at the present time. But uh, yeah, he did. Uh, he reached out and, and sent me an email saying, "Hey, listen, uh, been a little busy, a little tied up, but I got stuff in the works." And I says, "Hey, take your time, dude. We're not going." Pray, praying. We're not going anywhere. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Do-Good, I appreciate yeah, it. And, absolutely. Uh, he doesn't need to be the only one. So like Darkseid said, uh, radiodnrgmail.com or uh, right on Facebook. Uh, you look up DNR Radio, and that's linked to my personal page. And mm-hmm. you get to see a little bit of Russ, and uh, you can try to figure out who the hell Darkseid is. And, and they can, like, send messages through Facebook. Too, right? yeah, 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 they can, they can uh, send anything through Facebook. Let us know. Got to love technology. And then we have the website where you can uh, leave comments or join our mailing list mm-hmm. at uh, radio, uh, dnrradio.net. And uh, that's powered by GoDaddy.com. So, so as we uh, get ready... We were mistaken last time we spoke about when the Electoral College gets together. Yeah, I thought it was this week. I thought it was this week. It's not. It's next Monday. It's the, the 19th. 19th. Okay. All right. So have you heard all the crap going on now with celebrities like Martin Sheen and yeah. so going out there saying, listen, you don't have to vote. Mm-hmm. You can you can give it to, you don't have to give it to Hillary. Yeah. Just don't give it to Donald. Yeah. Uh, it's it's irking me. It's really it's really irking me. And some of these celebrities, it just irks me even more because I actually enjoy some of their work. And it kind of turns you off. And it really does. Like uh, uh, this one I saw today, uh, Bob Odenkirk. Um, I'm not sure. Did you ever watch Breaking Bad? No. All right. Uh, I know the the lead character in Breaking Bad too. I forgot what his name is. Uh, Brian Cranston. Uh, Brian Cranston. I know he was uh, anti-Trumper. Uh, okay. You know. I understand. Whatever. Bob Odenkirk, though, uh, he played a character in Breaking Bad called Saul Goodman. He was almost like the comic relief, uh, just a, a generally likable character. Didn't they try to do a spinoff? They did a spinoff, okay. and it's actually still on. It's got great reviews. It's called Better Call Saul, and uh, it's coming up on its third season. I think this January or February starts season number three. Um I like the show. I, I like him as an actor. He's done other. He's been in other shows, bit parts here or there. I've always th- thought he was just a all around funny, great. A- but now it kind of put its sour taste in my mouth. As far as like now, every time I see him in in any role, I'm gonna have that in the back of my head. Like, man, you anti-American bastard. And uh, you know, I don't care. I've always said it. I'm not saying it just leaning right. Listen, if you're pro-Trump. Shut up. Right. If you're an actor, actress, singer, whatever, and you're pro-Trump, shut up. We're paying you to perform. I don't care what your opinion is. You're there to entertain me, Make not me feel tell good. me how right. I should feel. So shut up. It goes both ways. So I'm not just saying it because he's anti-Trump. I'm saying it because I don't want to hear your opinion. Shut your freaking mouth. Right. That's it. So If I wanted to know your opinion, you'd go on CNN as a pundit right. and do it that way. That's yeah. not... You're here to perform with me, clap yeah. the cymbals and laugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and make me happy. Yeah, dance for me. That's right. all you're here That's to do. It. I don't want to hear your freaking opinions. And I, I'm sick and tired of them using whatever popularity they think they have or they may have, in fact, for their own stupid agendas. Well, I, what Stop. I love is that every single one of them that swore 
if Donald was elected, that they were packing their bags. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any U-Haul trucks yet. You? No, not a single one. In fact, some of the biggest mouths that said they were doing it are are now befriending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kanye. Mm. What was up with that? Yeah, I don't know. Publicity stunt on his part, probably. He he's, just got out of the mental institution. Yeah, he's way far left to center. That dude is like just—he's got some serious problems going on in there. And serious, then, you know. Well, first I, off, he's married to Kardashian, so that's yeah. I mean, that's a—that's one in the negative. Column. I mean, you know, that's you know, that's a toy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you play with a toy. After a while, it breaks. You get rid of it. Yeah. Didn't they name their kid North or yes. something like that? Northwest. Northwest. Freaking ridiculous. You're going to fly northwest. Yeah, and people are going to listen to them and take advice from them. Are <laughs> well, you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> so, speaking of leftist liberal Mayrons, mm-hmm. Jill Stein, our favorite lefty, pushing really hard on the recount thing, right? So, yeah. that's pretty much at the bottom is just completely falling out of mm-hmm. that. Funny, because uh, Pennsylvania. The uh, the feds refused to hear it, and they said, "You know what? You missed your deadline. That's it. You're, you're yeah, sorry about your luck." So I don't think she's pursuing that to the Supreme Court. That's not happening. But Michigan, funny, real funny, because <laughs> you, know, you know, usually Michigan is a, a stalwart of the Democrats. Mm-hmm. You usually win that constantly every election, and this time Donald won it. Now, mind you, he only won by ten thousand votes. Right. So not a lot. So they started the recount before it was halted. And they got through maybe 37% of the votes. And they found in the city of Detroit, in certain precincts, that there were more votes than registered voters. Ah, imagine. More votes than registered voters. And those votes all went for Hillary. Yeah, it doesn't take common core math to figure out something's wrong there. Yeah, I'm not breaking out the abacus for this one. No, nope. So, uh, you know, it's kind of a backfire to the whole process. Yeah. It just like it's like a, a, a kick in the balls, right? It's See, now bringing out my slight conspiracy theorist, I don't like to be a conspiracy theorist. I'm a suspicious American. Do you think that's why Hillary was strangely silent during all of Jill you know, Stein's I, I was thinking that too you know like Jill Stein was was marching with that band shut I mean, up she bitch was shut up on that. yeah Hillary must have been like oh crap shut the F up shut your mouth you bitch you're you know? gonna ruin it yeah. you're gonna ruin it uh, you're gonna have a very nasty suicide coming your way <laughs> so I, I figured that though the exact number was 248 of the city's 662 precincts 37% mm-hmm. had more ballots than the actual voters in those districts. Unbelievable. So there's always going to be a small problem to some degree. Didn't expect the degree of problem we saw in Detroit. Small problem. <laughs> and now how long do you think this is? Do you think this was, I mean. This isn't brand new to this election no. cycle. I mean, come on. Let's be real about this. What about the election in 2008, 2016? I mean, how far back do you have to go to prove that they they have their own little ways of voter fraud? So they they did 200, uh, 2.1 million ballots were recounted in all of Michigan, and they turned up 102 extra votes for Hillary. <laughs> 102 votes. <laughs> Making up on that 10,000. Yeah, good for you. Now, do you think this is why, uh, not to switch subjects real quick, though, but regarding this, do you think this is why now all of a sudden the... Russian 
the whole Russian thing is becoming a problem because this didn't work out. So let's yes. sway to something yes. else. So here's my take on that, because mm -hmm. those of you that don't follow along, uh, there's been rumors that the CIA has evidence that Vladimir Putin himself right. oversaw the hacking into uh, the U.S. presidential election cycle. Uh, first off, I'm, I'm going to call uh, bull pookie mm -hmm. uh, because if the CIA had any information, eh, they wouldn't be coming public with it. No, absolutely not. This would be so backdoor and yeah. clandestine mm -hmm. between the superpowers. You would not even hear whisper of it. Nope. So to me, that's uh, evidence number one mm -hmm. that it's malarkey. It's just it's not true. Yeah. Because uh, fake news, yeah, it's it's the fake news thing. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, Facebook is now going to be labeling what is fake news and what is. So uh, I'd like to see what their interpretation yeah, of fake news is. I saw that. Today you too. as a troller mm -hmm. will will love this. I'm gonna have. I will have to get my own account. You're gonna have because to. Because it's like a field day. It, oh, I'm gonna have a blast with this. Oh yeah, <laughs> Facebook is telling uh, you what's fake and what's uh, real. They are writing my future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they will keep this show fed mm -hmm. with entertainment tidbits oh, yeah. for years to come. Years to come. Well, regarding the whole, uh, the whole CIA having evidence and stuff. Do you know? I saw in the news today. Um, I, of course, it was on uh, Sean Hannity on his site. Had said that FBI Director Comey came out and told Trump that there there's no correlation with the russians and you and tampering with the election none whatsoever they didn't get the the you know the leaks didn't come from russia there was no tampering the involved. liberals aren't going to listen to that because comey not. abandoned them and reopened the investigation well, i mean yeah he has kind of flip-flopped so now is he looking to try to save his butt by telling the don this i who knows well, he's out anyway, the cia so the d director of the cia whoever the head of the cia i mean he's in obama's back pocket he's his puppet so he's gonna do whatever obama he takes his marching orders from Obama so of course he's going to do whatever Obama tells him to do and say it's all diversionary tactics they're going at it from one angle when that angle gets shut down legitimately they'll come from another angle and they'll come from this way and that you know what's next there's something else is going to happen before well, Monday to. there's going to be some kind of false yeah. scandal somebody's yeah. going to have some big revelation that uh, yeah. Donald Trump brought Melania here illegally, right. and their marriage is a farce, and mm -hmm. therefore she's an illegal alien yeah. and shouldn't be in the White House. Yeah, I mean, all these women during the you know leading up to the election, oh, he touched me inappropriately. He did this. Where'd he did they that. go? Where are you? Where, okay. Where'd you go now? Hello. Oh. Where, oh, hello. So you were found out to be lying. You're fake. You're <laughs> see, they're at your door, <laughs> they're, they're, bro. They the hear the knocking. Right? <laughs> Come in. <laughs> they, they were all found out to be lying. Be Yes, uh, attention grabbing, money grabbing idiots. I'm trying not to swear. I'm getting a little fired you up. You are. You're a little, uh, but the then they went coming out. Oh, yeah, the... I'm getting red. But then they went away. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, they'll they'll come at it with another angle. Voter fraud. Well, guess what? That backfired. Now it's Russia. What's next? What's next is going to be the cabinet that Trump has picked. Mm. So uh, the diversity isn't as diverse in the Trump cabinet as it's been with Obama, right. as it's been with George II, or as it's been with Billy before him. So Clinton had eight members of minorities slash women in his cabinet. Right. Bush uh, Jr. had seven. Uh, Obama had nine. 
Uh, here we're gonna we're gonna count here how many uh, Don has. So uh, women. Let's see. You got UN ambassador. That's not a cabinet position though. So you got uh, education is one. Uh, is deputy national security advisor? That's not a cabinet position, right? So I think no, so. So you got that Betsy there. That's one. Uh, you got Elaine Cho, the transportation. That's two. Mm-hmm. And then Linda McMahon. So it's three women in the cabinet. And uh, one uh, gentleman of color, mm-hmm. in, uh, Dr. Ben Carson, uh, is the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. Right. So there's uh, that's that's the limit of uh, minorities and or women on the Trump cabinet. There's no Latinos, Latinas. Uh, there's one uh, Indian uh, uh, person uh, in his administration. Uh, she's uh, Seema Verma, the administrator of the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid. Uh-huh. Uh, other than that... Uh, you got Kathleen McFarland, Deputy National Security Advisor. So there's not a lot. Everything else is white males. Okay, but uh, qualified. Well, I'm. I'm well, that, and that's that's the next one. So uh, <laughs> is uh, Mr. Perry uh, good enough for the Department of Energy? Former former Governor Rick Perry. Yeah, he wanted to, if you remember disband the energy department even though he forgot it during his debate uh, uh eight years ago uh well, four years ago rather he wanted to disband the energy department now mm. he's going to be running it <laughs> i don't think he wants to disband it anymore well, maybe because he wanted that's to his disband job because he right? didn't think it was being run properly and wanted to come at it from his own angle but what's his qualifications to run the energy I, department I governor know. of texas i have no idea okay there's a lot of right. earl down there but i don't right. know well, devil's advocate, what was Trump's uh, uh, qualifications of running a country? Well, the, I the, mean, that's what I'm saying. Well, the Constitution is, is clear with that. You don't need any. Right. Anybody over the age of 35, mm-hmm. man or woman, can run for president. Sure. You, you could be a, a, a garbage picker. You could be a homeless guy on the street. If you can get the funds to make the run, you can okay. do it. Right. Duly noted. Well, so, the only reason why I'm saying qualified, though, as far as uh, the, the amount of women and minorities in his cabinet and stuff... EOE, Equal Opportunity Employer. That's a law that's in place right. for to, to stop discrimination for handicaps, uh, minorities. This, right, but you they know. don't have the law in government like they do in the NFL. No, they really don't. Where you don't. have to interview a certain number <laughs> of minority No, they, they don't, right? but at the same time, though, just because, you know, okay, so if you have uh, candidate A and candidate B for the same position, should candidate A, who is higher higher as far as qualities and qualifications, should he be turned down because Not candidate all, B is a she? He, you know he, what I'm saying? He hasn't interviewed anybody. He doesn't open that door, really, from what we see. Right. Now, they show us the parade of people in and out of Trump Tower all day, every day. Mm-hmm. He hasn't had the diversity coming in to interview. But we don't know what he's doing on the phone, think, though. Right? Still, you want to show something. <laughs> With people that much against you, don't you want to show face and say, "Hey, I'm trying here." Listen, it's I'm a, looking for these opportunities. No, because no, because you know what? Either way, he, it's a lose lose for him. It's a lose lose, but at least make lose. the attempt. You attempt at what? Trying to prove that he's not a racist by bringing in people of color and well, other. But you know how people take this. It doesn't. But it doesn't matter, Russ. Any any way he plays this card, he's still going to be labeled. He's still going to have that unfair label. Of, I mean, if they want dig into his businesses, 
Look at the amount of, of people that he's hired in his personal businesses. And they'll, that right there will prove he's not a sexist. He's not a racist. They're closing their well, eyes. That didn't matter during the election cycle, did it? No, of course it, it didn't. didn't. But he can bring in he can bring in a parade. He can bring in the Harlem Globetrotters to apply for every position. And people are still going to call him a racist. It doesn't matter. He's up against it. It doesn't. He, well, well, what makes it a little bit worse is, is the fact that Dr. Ben Carson, right? I love Ben Carson. I love him, too. I was so happy but, he took a position. I thought for he a while put him he, in charge uh, of housing and urban development. Good for him. Okay, he put the black man in charge of the ghetto. See, but that's I, uh, what's coming across the people. But I don't, I don't see it that way. I see a person that came from a ghetto, a, a person who has experience there, who rose above it, who went against everything. Oh, you know, nobody can come out of the ghetto right, and he become beat the, he something. Beat he the statistics. He didn't beat the statistics. He slaughtered them. I mean, he destroyed the statistics. He rose to a man of great power in his in his career, in his life. Such, a, I mean, this guy should be hailed from every corner of the earth for being who he is. He's being called an Uncle Tom. Yeah, that's bullcrap. That is bullcrap. He's not an Uncle Tom. He's out to to basically better America. Okay, oh, well, you know, everybody's against Trump because of the position he put him in. You know, urban development. Whoa, why is black guys has to do urban development? No, it's an individual who was there. He knows the struggles that go on in our urban areas. What best to run it? Absolutely. That's what I see, too. Yeah, but you're, you're, that's what I'm saying. No matter what Trump does, no matter who he parades in and out of his building, he's still up against it. People are people are going to find something to bitch and moan about. He's just about got all of his uh, cabinet positions lined up. Uh, he uh, named Ryan Zink today to Interior Secretary. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a Montana representative. He's Republican. I think being from Montana, I think he's got a better grip on the park system, the open spaces. Uh, Everything that Middle America really needs to, because that's all the interior really right. does is maintain the parks and, and uh, the, the national lands. And uh, I don't think really the coasts really care much about the, the Department of the Interior. No, not much. But uh, I, I think I think that's a good pick. Now these all, again, pleading uh, ignorance on this one. These all have to still go through Senate approval. Is that Only what it is? the cabinet position. So okay. let's let's go through them. Right? Well, right. that being said, though, there's still time. When do they do that? After the electoral college, right? When after after the deal? election. So okay. after the the uh, swearing in. So uh, oh, so after the inauguration. Well, yeah, because uh, that's when the transition of power happens. Okay. So everybody stays in while the transition happens. Now, does he have to come in with like backups? Uh, under under studies, <laughs> he he might, but he's not going to publicly name them. Okay. You know, he'll probably have people in reserve in case uh, uh, the Senate rejects. Well, yeah, because they're bitching and moaning about some of the generals not having their seven years retired yet. So, I mean, some of these people might actually not make the grade, I guess you could say. So, so you got Jeff Sessions. Mm -hmm. He has to be approved. Uh, Betsy DeVos, uh, education has to be approved. Uh, Tom Price, uh, Secretary of Health and Human Services, he's got to be approved. Uh, Elaine Chow's got to be approved. Wilbur Ross is Commerce Secretary. Steve Nunchin. Uh, Todd Ricketts is Deputy Commerce Secretary. Uh, Mad Dog Mattis yeah. as Defense. He's the one that's going to be the issue with the yeah. seven years. Uh, ben Carson, Linda McMahon, uh, Scott Pruitt, uh, John Kelly, 
Andrew Puzder, uh, Rex Tillerson, Rick Perry, and Ryan Zink. Those mm-hmm. all have to be approved by Congress. Yeah. So I don't know if some of the under ones have to do like the ambassador, United States ambassador to China. He might have to be approved by the Senate, I think. Okay. I'm not 100% on that. We can look that up for the next show. But they, they wait until after the inauguration to do that. I, I, I believe weird. they do. I mean, you know, we can we can look it up now because we have the power of the world at mm, our fingertips. World Wide Web. Yes. When does the cabinet go yes. through? How about get sworn in? Senate approval. Ah, uh, look at you. You're a pretty good typer. You got you to gotta work. Look at, at you. Well, yeah, that's, you yeah. sew, you type, you cook, you clean. <laughs> You do windows. <laughs> I'm gonna. I swear to God, I'm gonna ball punch you. So let's see. You make here. some guy U.S. Very governor. Happy. <laughs> I'm the spooner, not the spoonie. Uh, okay. No. Oh no, they got it on video. I'm not watching a video no. of that. So we'll we'll no, look we'll that up as we go out. along. I, but, I'm not know. trying to throw any softballs here. I, you know, any curveballs. I'm just. You Everything know, with I, you is about balls. It is. It's a very ball-oriented subject. It really is. You start talking about my girlfriend's balls. <laughs> well, I just figured, you know, he, who knows who he has as backups? Again, who knows who, before all these parade of people came in and out of his building, who knows who he was on the phone with? We don't know. Nobody knows. It's, and you know what? For what it's worth, I, I don't know if it makes a difference. It really doesn't. Who cares as long as we get this country back to where where it needs to be, back on track, rebuild the damage from the last eight plus years, and and we'll see what happens. Yeah, but what? what I mean, he's already backtracking on a bunch of that. Uh, backtracking. I don't know if I would really say backtracking more as uh, rethinking, maybe finding different routes. Backtracking. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, I know. It's, but it's it's a sticky wicket for him. Yes, I get that. But uh, with people looking at him the way they do, there's got to be uh, he's got to have something in reserve to just wow people. He went out uh, today and was talking about that. Uh, when I say yesterday, the other day, he he doesn't want to recognize the One China Initiative, which puts Taiwan and China together. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and Taiwan tries to stay as separate as they can from China. They have their own leadership. China believes that they own Taiwan. Uh, it's that, you know, Hong Kong, that whole thing. They they love their commerce, they love their capitalism, but they want it done communist style. Okay. Yeah. Does but Trump Trump wants to recognize Taiwan as Taiwan so that way China has to really work to claim everything that they did in the South China Sea which is kind of a, um, a disputed area between Australia, the Philippines, uh, and, and uh, China, and the Koreas. And North Korea is an issue, you know, because China's got to spank him. So there's a lot going on that Trump has to deal with mm-hmm. internationally that uh, is causing ripples already. So uh, he's got a lot on his plate, and, and January 20th is coming quick. Yeah, it is. So we got uh, Obamacare, which he's backing off on. I, I see. I don't think he's backing off as opposed to restructuring. Again, there was a few things here or there that were salvageable. So why would you throw away something that there's, actually there's nothing works? Sal- there's nothing salvageable other than the pre-existing condition thing. Mm-hmm. 
I, I, let me, let me, let me. Here's Russ's tirade. Oh, boy. We're an hour and two minutes into the show. Sparked here's it. the tirade. There we go. Light the fire. So, here, okay? Mm-hmm. My, my current job pays me a certain amount. That certain amount with my two girls puts me at the limit where I could have my girls on the state insurance, the Husky insurance. I don't okay. have to put them on my company insurance. And I'm within that threshold economic limit. So my oldest daughter, who's now 19, is off at college. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were informed that she needed to come off that program and get her own state-sponsored insurance. I thought she had till she was 26. Here's um, let me let me build up to this. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm giving you a little backstory. All right, give me a little backstory. Following you. So then, okay. So she calls and sets that all up. She's approved for the Husky D, which is the adult. Uh, state-sponsored health, right? So she gets that. Then uh, later on that week, and it came at the end of last week, I think beginning of this week, I get a notice in the mail with two insurance cards and a bill for $500 a month for my youngest daughter's insurance. Now, mind you, she was on the state-sponsored insurance. I was paying $30 a month as a premium for her. $498 $498 and change. So I'm, I'm, it's some kind of mistake, some kind of very large mistake. Yeah. So I uh, called Access Health CT because mm-hmm. you can't call Husky, you can't call the state. It's being managed by Access Health CT. You have uh-huh. to go through that. So I wait on the phone for 20 minutes on hold, and then they finally get through to me. I explain to them what's going on, and the one woman goes, oh, no, you're right, Mr. King. Your oldest daughter shouldn't have come off. She should have stayed under you. Both your girls are there. You're under the limit then. We're good. Everything will be fine. We're going to expedite this up. Okay, I'm good. I'm feeling good. Everything's happy. Everything's going to be mm-hmm. handled, right? So Wednesday, uh, we tape on Thursday, so this was yesterday. I get a call saying that my expedited uh, application has been denied. So I said, hold the phone. What the frick are you talking about? So then my jersey starts coming out, right? So I'm not, now I'm getting a little jersey. You're getting a little angry. And now i got to call mm-hmm. them back. I said, now explain to me what's going on. Right. Well, because I'm not on what they call a QHP, I'm not paying for full-blown insurance, she, my oldest daughter, doesn't have to stay under me until she's 26. She has to get her own separate state-sponsored one, not under me. Make any sense to you? No. None at all. I'm not. I'm lost. How exactly. is that possible? Right. So I said, wait, she's supposed to be under me if I pay full price insurance, but if I don't pay full price insurance and get it through the state, she has to come off of me and get her own. Yes. Why? Because you don't have full paid insurance. But why does she have to come off me? She's still going to get the same level of insurance. So why is she not still reporting under me until the age of 26 as a full-time it. student? They said, well, because she has her own uh, tax return. I said she works part-time in an amusement park in the summer. Right. For beer money. How does that constitute? So, so she's being punished. You're being punished because she's trying to make extra money on the side. Right. So then what? they say, well, <laughs> yes, Mr. Kimby, you have to pay $500 a month. I said, this is supposed to be under the Affordable Health Care Act. Right. There it is. Keywords, affordable. Where the hell's the affordability here? It's for everybody else. $500 a month. Uh-huh. For one person. That's, and that's on the bronze plan. Uh-huh. 
So they said, well, let's see what we can reconfigure. Did you figure out what are the deductibles on that? Dude, it-, it was like seven or eight grand in deductibles on her. Out of pocket before they start covering. Before they start covering. Where's the affordable in that? Where's where where's the Obamacare here? Uh, where's the everybody has insurance? Everybody's covered. Yeah. Okay. So I wound up having to just scrap the entire state thing and and put her on my work insurance, which now doubles my work insurance. But it's still a lot cheaper. Well now I'm I'm paying four hundred dollars a month for the two of us. On, on my company insurance instead of $500 and plus whatever I had to right. pay for my own. Yeah, so, I mean, you're still saving some money. But, but it's still, uh, I mean, if I was under the limit then, what makes you think <laughs> I'm over the limit now? Yeah, that's ridiculous. I still got the same bills. Mm. I'm still supporting two people. What, you know, what what is that? It's not affordable. It's that's not, what it not is. even a little bit. Not even close. Where, where, where's, I mean, this is that Nancy Pelosi, we got to yeah. pass it so we can read it, yeah. bull. Well, I told you what, What? I mean, my uh, brother-in-law and sister-in-law are going through, th- through similar things with, with their jobs. Um, you know, I don't, they had some kind of an insurance snafu. I don't know if uh, they weren't, they didn't have a policy where they worked or, or whatever the case may be. But their deductibles for their family was like $12,000 a year. A year. Now, if they were to drop their insurance, they would have to pay the Obamacare uh, fine of two uh, percent of their yeah. annual income. Yeah. So they're they're looking at it like it's almost cheaper to just it is cheaper yeah. to just pay the fine and roll the dice and hope you don't get sick and hope you don't get sick. And if you do, you pay a couple hundred bucks here, a couple hundred bucks there for for office visits and whatnot. But it's cheaper in the long run. At the end of the year. Before they would never hit unless a catastrophe happened. God forbid. You'd but never at hit that, that point, twelve grand. Yeah, but at that point, I mean, you're never going to hit that twelve grand mark. Listen, I got a family of five, and I'm almost positive over the course of the last year, I haven't hit anywhere near a ten grand mark. And my freaking kid is is as accident prone as they come. I mean, this kid is jackass reincarnated, but I haven't hit that mark. Where, where's the affordableness of it? Nowhere. No. no. You can't find it anywhere. I give you credit for, for handling it because I don't have the patience. I don't have- I was losing it. I, like, I can't figure that stuff out, though. I don't understand this company to that company. and this. My, I let my wife handle that stuff. I'll, do, I'll take care of the car insurance. That's easy. Call up. <laughs> hey, who's the cheapest? Yeah. Huh, ring it up. I'm in. You know, as far as like healthcare and bouncing from this company and that company and doing this, you know, she handles all that. It's nuts because you gotta, you gotta, you have a copay, which is what you pay at the time of the visit, which is a percentage of the office cost. Right. So it's usually like a ten or twenty dollar copay. Mm-hmm. Some instances, it's a seventy dollar copay for yeah. an office visit if it's not a well visit, because mm-hmm. well visits are covered for free right. under Obamacare. Mm-hmm. Then those costs goes towards your annual deductible. So most hospital or major catastrophic costs are 80-20. You pay 20%, they pay 80%. Until you reach the deductible limit of ten or $12,000. And then that's when it's 100%. All right. So you need to be in the hospital near dying for a day or two because the hospital charges $2,200 a day yeah, they for charge a room. 500 bucks for an aspirin. Right. Yeah. You know, then you'll reach that deductible and then you're going to have to pay that $12,000 off and you got to pay off quick otherwise they're going to uh, put you in collections. Right. Which is ridiculous. So uh, it's 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 maddening. Yeah. 
when you're dealing with it. Never understood any of that crap. I let the wife deal with it's, that it's, stuff. I, it, it's just, it is, it's maddening. I can't, I don't understand how anybody can can handle that. You know, how is it, how is it affordable? It's well, that's not, the bottom line. You know, I went to get glasses last year, and let me tell you the nightmare that that was. I have glasses, I, I, eye coverage, I guess it is, optometrist, whatever it is. I have the coverage through my job. You know, I pay for my insurance. I have the coverage. I looked into it and they said, okay, well, you're, you know, you have to go in in network optometrist. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a free exam and stuff. I'm like, fantastic. I go to LensCrafters. Nope. Your insurance is, and, it, and I don't remember what insurance company I have, but it's one of the bigger named yeah. ones. Uh, your insurance isn't covered, handled here. We don't cover your insurance here. I said, okay. So I went down to Walmart. Figured, you know, Walmart. Everybody have, takes Walmart. Yeah, everybody. Walmart, they, they love everyone. Nope, wasn't wasn't taken there. I said, okay. I got frustrated. I went home. I called up the insurance company. Of course, like what you said, on hold for like 20 minutes. Finally got to talk to a human being. They had to send me a list of approved optometrists to go to. Okay, not that big of a deal. It's not like, uh, you know, I'm traveling from Bristol to, you know, Massachusetts to find a doctor. They had a couple in town. Uh, The one that they hooked me up with, I'm not going to say who it was. She was kind of a bitch, but that's besides the point. I go. (laughs) I I get my eyes checked out, dilated the whole nine yards. Oh, yeah, you need glasses. You need bifocals, this, that, the other thing. Okay, cool. I'm standing there, and... I'm talking to the the lady about, you know, going through the different options of glasses that they have at their office. Number one, don't buy glasses from an optometrist's office. You are going to get raped on the price. Yep. They are freaking expensive. I'm sitting there, and there's a woman in the office, and she had two or three kids with her. And they're all, like, playing on their iPads and all this other stuff. And they're showing me these glasses, and the basic glasses are going to be, like, four or 500 bucks for me. And I overhear, oh, you know, the other one talking to this lady, oh, well, you're on state insurance, so basically you can get any of these glasses free of charge. And I look over and I'm like, but they have iPads, they have all this other stuff. Now, I'm not trying to get into that kind of a debate. but <laughs> we, that, can, we can have that conversation. Oh, that pissed me off. So I says, uh, I says well, can I just have my, my prescription? They have to print out what prescription you are, what your eyes are and whatnot. I said, can I just have that and... I'll go somewhere else. I can't afford four or five hundred bucks for a pair of glasses. That's ridiculous. Yep. So, you know, I went down to um I went down to Walmart, you know, and even though they don't cover my insurance, I got a nice pair of glasses, pretty much very much similar to what I was looking at at the optometrist's office for more than half the price. I think I only paid like two hundred bucks for them, whereas over there they were like four or five hundred bucks, you know. But it's but that's the whole point of it is is that they will find any way, shape, and form to nickel and dime you to make it difficult to get the cover to get the care that you right. need. I'm blind as a bat. The lady told me when she was handing me my my prescription for my glasses, she says, "You know, I got a second prescription for you for a seeing eye dog." Like she was being funny about it, but kind keep, of serious. But she was kind of serious. Like, dude, your eyes are screwed. You know, they're making it. They, but I had to jump through so many hoops and find my own way to make it affordable because you got no help no none they will guide you to what costs the most right i'm exactly i'm paying into this system out of my hard-earned money i'm paying into the system that's supposed to be in all reality the grand scheme of things it's designed to help the employee 
and all it is is more difficult and more of a pain in the ass than it should be. Now, the question is, Mm -hmm. would you prefer the system that we have or socialized medicine? I don't know. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know, dude. When you have people from Canada coming here for treatment, I, obviously, there's issues there. There's issues. There's socialized issues there. medicine. Either way, it's either way, it's going to be a lose lose. What we need to do is have somebody in charge that can say, you know what, we're going to cap malpractice lawsuits. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to sue for three hundred million dollars. Right. You're just not going to get that. We'll take care. You know, you can sue for the level that we take care of your needs, take care of the issues that you have. If you need a lifetime care, we'll, we'll take care of that. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to make you know. Uh, 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 16 generations of not having to work off of this. Right. Yeah. So there's a limit there. You got to put price controls in hospitals. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You, you have to put price controls. Oh, in. yeah. But they had a, a story on uh, my old hometown of Bayonne, New Jersey, Bayonne Hospital, charging in the area of uh, like $30,000 for two stitches and a butterfly band aid. Yeah. Oh, my God. A guy had a tetanus shot, too. Thirty-seven grand, and, and he no, was out of network. And no, there's no control for this. None. You know that, like I said before, five hundred bucks for an aspirin. Right. Are you kidding me? I'll well, bring my a, own. It was it was like two thousand dollars a day for a, ho- uh, a hotel room, right? Hospital room uh-huh. that you share with somebody who who snores and farts and <laughs> smells like rancid crap. <laughs> so you were rooming with me. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's what 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 do you what are you charging me for? Yeah. It's ridiculous. You don't Lysol it, so it's not sterilized. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are you charging me for? Yeah, it's insane. The bed that can tell me I'm a fat ass? I already knew it. <laughs> and nobody's so, controlling it. It's unreal. It's, it's it's ridiculous. But those are the things that need to happen in order to get the health care system mm-hmm. under control. I remember back in the day when I was a kid, my parents could take me to the doctor, no insurance. We would get all of our checkups, get our shots. Doctor charged, you know, 40, 50 bucks. It would take care of everything. Yeah, you're out the door. Everything. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you can't do that. No. You know, you may be able to find a, a local small doc who will do that. You know, he'll do 20, 30 bucks. He'll give your kid a shot and do, because they, they work with people. And a lot of doctors uh, do that, small timers. My kid's doctor years ago uh, would do that. He'd work with us, you know, because the insurance. I was working five part-time jobs. My ex-wife had the one job with the benefits, but it didn't always cover everything. So the, the doctor was, was good. He worked with us great. You don't get those anymore. No, you really don't. You know, they you know, all I, have to, to make their their two three hundred thousand dollars a year. They all gotta. Have, I mean, mm-hmm. and I get it. You work hard. You study for years. But how much do you want from a stone? How much blood do you want from the stone? As much as they can get. You know, follow up visits. That's one thing that's always pissed me off. Follow up visits. You still get charged for them. You know, I, I had a procedure done last year. And uh, I had to go back for my follow-up visit just for him to jiggle him around and say, oh, what you got going on here? And I got hit for another charge on that. Like, dude, seriously, I mean, if you're going to jiggle him for another 50 bucks, how about, like, finishing the job or something? Happy ending. Yeah, man. But why are why am I – I've already paid you. You've already done the procedure. You already got the money from my Thousands. insurance company. Thousands of dollars, mind you. Yes. From my insurance company for what literally was like less than a half hour procedure, by the way. I'm going for a follow up. I'm in the office. 
waiting. I'm waiting in the waiting room longer past your than appointment I, time. past my appointment time. I'm waiting longer than the actual appointment itself is. The appointment itself is literally five minutes, and I have to pay another copay for a follow-up for something that's already been paid for. Never understood that. Yep. You know, never, that's the never system, got and that's that. why that's the change that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. But until somebody's got the balls, balls. to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're, we're not going to see that kind of change. Yeah, it's like it's like car taxes in Connecticut. Why do I have to keep paying car taxes every year? I paid taxes when I bought the freaking thing. There's one of the states that yeah. uh, one of the few states I charge income tax yeah. and a car tax. I mean that's off topic, but it's it's a similarity. Like I already went for the procedure. Why am I paying for you to just look at it again? I paid for my car. Why am I paying? more taxes on it i already paid for it in the first time there's so many inconsistencies and bullcrap going on in the government and, and it, it's that we're just becoming sucking the empire up. they really are it's like the death star we're mm-hmm. on we're on the death star we're in the, which that comes out this weekend we're in the crater what does rogue one the the star wars story yeah not my gig dude oh I, not my dude gig. no you're killing me bro uh-uh dude not my gig I don't watch stuff. I don't. I this, really you know, don't. So, so Star Wars is just like it's it's everything, right? It came out when I was seven. I must have seen it like twenty something times when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. The original, okay. Uh, and then and then the Empire Strikes Back came out, which is the greatest of them all, right? So far, mm-hmm. uh, and and then you got the the Return of the Jedi, which was and eh, the Ewoks were stupid, mm-hmm. and then you got that's all I watched. I watched those three episode that one, two, it. and three that we tried to forget about. Right? Yeah, I never watched those. Uh, I watched episode one, sucked. Never yeah, saw two or three. Episode uh, seven just came out last year, which was really really good and really liked it. So then uh, my brother, uh, King, from Social Downfall, he's got a friend who has early screening privileges. Oh, really? So we went to go see Rogue One last night. So I'm driving to work. It's 5.30 in the morning. I get a text from him. (laughs) He's like, I usually wouldn't make this kind of statement, but this has got to be arguably one of the greatest Star Wars movies ever made. Come on. But is he like a Star Wars super fan? He is. See, maybe I mean maybe you can't see the forest through the trees. Uh, uh, you know, not to not to burst your bubble. No, no, because he he didn't like Batman Superman, where I loved it. Okay, so we do have our differing opinions. We all went to go see episode one together. We we uh, did a lightsaber duel coming down Route Three at seventy miles an hour. <laughs> you know, so uh, you know we're 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 big into this. Right? Well, you're not the kind that dresses up for these movies, are you? I am not, even all though right, I good. wanted to. I do have a Darth Vader helmet upstairs. Huh. I do. Hmm. But you don't wear it to the movie theater, do you? No, no, no. I only wear it for uh, uh, sexy time. Oh, man. I see these people standing in line for these movies and going to the. It's like. I doing just don't this. have the time or the money to do I, that. Otherwise, I, I would. I don't get I'd be, it. Dude. I'd Darth Vader the hell would out of it. Would you really? I would. Like, in a heartbeat. Full on. Full on. To, to a movie in public. True. No, dude. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Apparently, you've never been to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. No, I've never been to it, but I mean, that's uh, there's a difference between crowd participation and showing up looking like a geek. That's crowd no participation? Offense. No, no, dude. Throwing stuff at the screen and everybody singing and having a good time is one thing, but We're dressing up and having a lightsaber duel with your buddies in the aisle before the movie starts is a little... This is, this is leading up to the movie. The, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, all the stuff that they do is during the movie. That's movie participation. If I'm watching a movie 
am watching Star Wars, and all of a sudden, some tool gets up in the front of the theater and starts having a lightsaber duel with Yoda or whoever the hell he's doing. I'm gonna be like, dude, sit the f down. I'm trying to watch the movie. That's not that's not movie participation. That's geekery for the sake of it. So bringing the the, the spray bottle and the, the newspaper and the rice to Rocky so, R. That's fine. but but they're doing it during the movie at certain key points in the movie. Again, I've never been. I've had friends that have gone. No, you've I never. Go. I've you've never had the opportunity. You have virgin alert, right? Yeah. I've never had a big V on your forehead. It's a great, it's a great movie. I love the movie. It's great, but I've never been to the movie to see it. But I've heard, yeah, they throw rice at the screen and they have water bottles and they do all this other, you know, fun stuff. I've I've done it. But that's, that's during the movie though. Right? I mean, this isn't like people dressed up waiting in line and then sitting You've down. You've never finally. done a Comic-Con either, have you? I've never been to that Comic-Con. That was cool. I did my first one. I had my cherry busted a couple of months ago. Yeah. So my, my girlfriend's girlfriend's girlfriend has got some uh, tights with the Comic-Con people. Nice. And uh, so we were able to go, and it was just like, oh. Somebody had <laughs> built themselves a Hulkbuster costume, an Iron Man Hulkbuster costume. I think it was like 12 foot tall, fully articulated. They had the Batmobile there. Those of you that aren't sure, go to Radio DNR. I mean, uh, radio.net and there's a picture of me next to the Batmobile. See, but you're at, at Comic Con. I mean, that's that's People something dress up different. For that. Yeah, I know, but that's a different medium. I I still wouldn't go. I, that's not my gig. But that's oh, I mean, you gotta at least go. It, well, Stop being a tool. Don't they have? I th- was it the Comic Con? I think is going on this weekend. I think in uh, it might be New Jersey. I think I saw something. It might not even be Comic-Con. I don't know what it is, but they have like some of the guys from Sons of Anarchy, some of the guys from Walking Dead. Uh, all like They do all that, though, yeah. That's yeah. at the Comic-Con? They do those. See, that, I yeah. would go for that aspect of it because, you know, I dig those shows. Because you know I'm, those, uh, 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 Walking Dead was a comic book first. Yeah, I've heard that, yeah. You heard? <laughs> yeah, I've heard about that. <laughs> you're such a you're such an <laughs> addict of it that, you know, you'd think you would read but it. I'm, dude, I've never been into comic books. I've never been into, it's just never been my thing, you know, when I was as a kid, all my friends were into G.I. Joe and He-Man and and uh, all that other stuff. I, I wasn't, it really wasn't my thing. I don't even know what I was into back then. I don't remember. Well, that, but it wasn't that tells that. you what you were into. Yeah, it wasn't that, though. I mean, I just wasn't uh, a cartoony, you know, I like the Looney Tunes. I like the Woody Woodpecker type of stuff, you know. Yeah, I like the old stuff. But, uh, if Woody had gone straight to police, mm-hmm, this, this would have never, never happened. happened. I, I was into that stuff. I wasn't, you know, I don't. Uh, I'm not making fun of you for it. I don't uh, disparage you. Oh, for that's okay. What, you can, you can you geek dig. me all you want, man. If that's... I was to go to a Comic Con, it would be for two reasons. Two people watch. I love watching people. The way the women dress. Yeah, I saw some oh of those pictures. My God. Little pokey sluts and Holy stuff. Crap. Yeah, dude. But if you stare, they get upset. Do they? Yes. Then why dress like that? Uh, that's what I question. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. Well, I, I would go for people watching, and I would go for. Uh, the shows that I dig, you know, the the Sons of Anarchies and stuff like that, when they get together and do their, their question and answer panels, I'd like to see that. That'd be kind of cool. But to go as a Iron Man, uh, uh, He-Man, whatever, I, nah, dude, I just, I don't get it. I, it's cool if you're into it. I just don't get it. Not not my thing. Ah, uh, I don't. You're killing me, Smalls. I certainly wouldn't show up to a theater Looking like Darth Hall or whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> well, Darth Maul or yeah, Darth, Darth Maul. What about Slave Leia? Who? Princess Leia dressed in her slave outfit. Oh yeah, during the uh, uh, yeah the during the, back. yeah when she was hanging out with Hillary. Well, Clinton. that's the Return of the Jedi, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. when she was hanging out with Hillary Clinton there. 
Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Jabba the Hutt. Uh, uh, my bad. Yeah, 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 you saw what I did there. <laughs> As we wrap up episode number ten, I still can't. I still can't get over it's episode number ten. And here's to a thousand more. <laughs> that's what we're working on brother <laughs> yeah dude well once again much thanks to friends of the show uh graphics done by skunk duck designs and of course the banner uh is uh, modulex Whoa. Whoa. i don't know where that came the from banners, <laughs> the banner was from modulex new england we appreciate you guys uh check us out dnrradio.net that's the website you can listen to past shows and feel free to email us radio dnr at gmail.com and uh, check us out Facebook or our Twitter feed. And uh, I might end up having to get my own Facebook soon so I could start trolling around. Keep an eye out for that. Hey, so uh, next show will be the uh, pre-Christmas show. That's right, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Christmas is next week. Christmas is a mm. week from Sunday. Oh, we'll have to see what we can pull out of our Santa hats. As long for that. as you don't ask me to jingle your bells, I'm fine. No, no. I'll be out on your front porch playing with your balls, though. I'm uh, sorry. Pre- playing we'll play with, with Paulette's balls. balls. Right, that's right. <laughs> for Dark Side, this is Russ. Thanks for listening to DNR Radio. We really appreciate it. Peace. Peace. <laughs>